1: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff.
0: Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. Email, as always, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. For those of you that want to watch the program live or on demand. And you can testify to the fact that, yes, I do have a face for radio. Good to be here. Thank you for joining us. I don't know if you saw this Chris... Uh, Chris Wallace interviewed President Trump over the weekend. Uh, this was teased a little bit, um, you know, leading up to the um, leading up to the release of the video or the the interview on Sunday. And we're talking a lot this morning. A lot has been made over this interaction that Trump and Chris Wallace had about Biden's position on defunding, defunding the police. Biden's position on defunding the police, um, which we'll get into here in a moment. But Chris Wallace basically stops President Trump during, well, his answer to a particular question about, uh, I'll, I'll play it here as the program uh, comes together. But Biden is—I mean, on on record, folks. And you have you have these fact checkers. You have a real time fact checker, and Chris Wallace here playing the role on the spot, telling us that uh, that's not what that's not what Biden wants to do. And I'm scrolling here to see if I can find the stinking. I had this soundbite pulled up this morning, and now I'm not uh, I'm not finding it. But now there's all these fact checkers saying that Biden does not want to abolish the police. Trump says that he does. Trump says that uh, the problems that we have with pretty much lawlessness and out of control behavior is well, the fact that we have cities being run by Democrats and that these Democrats have driven these places completely and utterly insane. Um, which, look, there's certainly truth to this in some places. Not, not all Democrats are equal either. Now, this is, this is a, to me, a complicated issue. This has, this has many layers. And, of course, when you're talking, I'm looking right now at Fox News, the city of Portland, 53rd straight night of protests. I mean, any guesses as to who those particular individuals uh, are supporting in twenty twenty? Any guesses? Anybody think that they're supporting uh, President Trump, for example? Look, and the protests. This this stuff can be misleading because I am looking at riots, is what I was looking at. Again, we're not. Sometimes I think we need to have a better understanding on the difference between these two obviously different. Types of interactions with uh, our local communities. You know, when you see that first brick fly, or you see a fire in the street, when you see dancing on a cop car, you've ceased attending a protest, and you're now at, you're now at a riot, right? When when businesses are looted and, and glass is busted, and officers are assaulted. You're no longer attending a protest; you are attending a riot. I don't know what's so hard to understand about this, but this is becoming this this kind of explanation for things, this kind of a wink and a nod to one another in the you know in the in the leftist community. But you know, as to what they all really mean, which is defunding police, an example of Biden. But yet, when you pin them down for specifics, they don't want. They don't want that. Whatever you describe that as is not actually what they want, except for it is. I'm looking here right now at this. I mean, it's it's chaos. It is absolute and utter chaos in Portland. This has happened in Seattle. This has happened in other places as well. And to Trump's point, these have been cities that are run by Democrats, although I question how much they're actually being run by anyone who's elected. They're largely being run by people who are fresh out of mommy and daddy's basement. That's what it looks like to me. Bunch of Antifa types. They don't really know. They just know that they don't like what we've got. They know that they're upset by it, and there's about 75 reasons why they're upset by it. They hate this country is founded. They do. They hate it. They don't like the idea that they can't have whatever they want and that they can't demand someone else pay for it. They don't like that. I'm not saying that there's no one there that's upset at uh you know specific problems with police in a particular example. I'm not suggesting that, but there's a whole lot more to this anger than that. In fact, we've got wide scale anarchy and just complete disorder and chaos running through the streets of cities that are run. That are run by Democrats. So when Trump says that Biden wants to defund the police, I want to play you something there. This is something that was put together, I believe, by OAN. This is Biden essentially answering a question that he was given, uh, given by a gentleman whose last name is Barkin, B-A-R-K-A-N. And I'm going to play a montage that OAN has put together of Biden's comments. And it also has a snippet of comments made by a Black Lives Matter activist or leader or whatever. And I want you to listen to this and I want you to then ask yourself if Trump's saying that Biden is in favor of defunding the police, how can this be... uh, factually incorrect. How can Chris Wallace stop him on the spot and say that this is factually incorrect? This is not what Biden what Biden wants, especially when you understand what Black Lives Matter leaders mean when they say things like defund the police. Let's listen to this specifically. Here we go.
1: Reduce the responsibilities assigned to the police and redirect some of the funding for police into social services, mental health counseling,
0: and of a- you know, I need I need to stop. I didn't set this up. So this is he's being interviewed by a a gentleman again. I just have his last name here, Barkin, B A R K A N. Um, and he has I don't know if if Mister Barkin has uh, ALS. He has something where he's basically communicating through Biden through um, some sort of a uh, software that allows his. Either I think it says typing, I believe, or uh, it it takes his question. So the reason you hear it in a computerized voice is because that's how he's commuting, uh, communicating with with Biden here. So I just wanted to explain that. I should have done that off the top. But here's the actually I'm going to play this back from the beginning so you can hear this. This is his question to Biden. I want you to listen to Biden's response.
1: We can reduce the responsibilities assigned to the police and redirect some of the funding for police into social services, mental health counseling, and affordable housing. Are you open to that kind of reform? Yes. I propose that kind of reform. Point is but that. Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding?
2: Yes. I- We've been talking a lot about the fund the police. You've probably heard a lot of people talking about it, and you're. I've been hearing people ask, "Well, what does it mean? I don't get it." Maybe it's time to take to divest some of those resources and invest resources in a different way, um, in a way that redefines what protection really can look like. What if we used our tax money to put towards other services like education, like healthcare, like housing, like like employment opportunities?
0: Okay, that was Kaylee Scales. The last part of that. Uh, what's her title here? It says she's managing director of Black Lives Matter. So the first part of that, you heard an exchange, and again, thank you to OAN for putting together that uh, that montage of, of sound bites there, because you hear a couple of clips from Biden's interview with Mister Barkin, and then you hear Bi- Biden's answer. Right? He wants to um redirect funding from police to other things right some other utopian idea that a leftist has come up with that can stop uh, you know police brutality so they believe we're going to start sending mental health professionals into um you know domestic violence situations and that's going to somehow reduce the number of I guess, violent interactions with the police, I guess. That's the thinking. And so Biden says, yes, absolutely. That wasn't a, you know, a qualified yes. That's absolutely. So the Black Lives Matter uh, leader here, Kaylee, I think it's Kaylee Scales here. Yeah, Kaylee Scales, managing director of Black Lives Matter, whatever the world. I don't know. Do they have Do they have franchises of this organization now, managing director? Maybe she's owner-operator of BLM, I don't know, Atlanta or whatever the city would be. Anyhow, she is on here saying that this is, you know, people don't understand what defund the police means. It's because they're trying to rebrand this, by the way. They've come up, this was, this was, the the original meaning of this was exactly what you think that it is. Some radical says, man, let's do away with police. Let's completely cut their funding out altogether. And let's come up with something better. In fact, we've got Keith Ellison out there, Attorney General of Minnesota. Attorney General, right? Supposed to be out there, one of the you know, chief law enforcement officers in the state of Minnesota saying he doesn't care if we do away with the name police. That's no big deal. It doesn't matter to him. Call him whatever you want. Defund him. I mean, remember, Minneapolis was, is now on record for having voted to dismantle police those two things are in at one point at one point when they were first uttered those things were largely meant to be synonymous now as they've let this thing play out as they've come um you know kind of forward with this messaging and realized how preposterous it is to not have any police force and don't miss don't don't doubt this this is what the original folks who started chanting things like defund the police, abolish, you see the signs, abolish police. If someone who's holding an abolish police sign is chanting defund the police, do you think it's possible, do you think it's possible that that just maybe, maybe those two things have more overlap than they care to admit, at least publicly? This is, by the way, this is, by the way, how most issues that are pushed by the left are developed there's a statement that's made it's usually a radical statement as i'm watching kanye west holding his first campaign event last night i saw this a little bit of this last night on uh, i don't know what twitter videos or something anyway so you've got an issue that you know some leftist comes up with some solution that's literally insane but it's got some catchphrase like defund the police. And then you've got some of the, uh, the, the left who is maybe slightly less insane and they realize, hey, Mr. So-and-so, the person who came up with this radically ludicrous and indefensible idea, America's not going to go that far. Remember, we've got to at least – we have to get to where we want to go gradually. We have to dismantle the American way of life, the Constitution, step by step. We can't go from step A to step Z. We've got to take this incrementally so as to crank up the heat, right, like the old analogy of of, of boiling a frog. We can't just, you know, turn it up to boiling and throw the frog in and it's going to jump out. We need to gradually click, 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 turn that thing up to where it's almost uh, imperceptible, the differences – between where we started and where we are at that particular point we got to gradually change this we've got to gradually get people to move away from embracing embracing the founding ideals of this great nation and there's an all out assault on this make absolutely no mistake about this there is there's an a, a, an endless assault on america as founded right there is and so they'll attack the issue – and they're, and look, the one issue they're correct on is the issue of slavery. But that does not mean that they're right on any of the other issues. In fact, the founders – I've been reading and listening a lot lately uh, to things like sermons and and uh, sermons from the era of the founding fathers. And uh, just it's, – it's remarkable to look at kind of the – well – the spiritual awakening in this nation that led to the revolution. And, you know, there are some very, very important, fundamental, you call them discoveries, realizations, what have you, that the founders and that generation went through to establish the bedrock principles, framework of this great nation. Those things are under relentless assault. My friend, non-stop, relentless assault. And it takes the shape and form of many different so-called ideas and beliefs. And one of those is defund police. Got to defund the police. Biden believes in defunding the police. We just heard his soundbite. Chris Wallace, during an interview with Trump, I got to play that. I got to play that so you can hear it. But Chris Wallace, when Trump says he wants to defund the police, Chris Wallace says it's factually incorrect. Why does Chris Wallace say it's factually incorrect? Now, there's a couple of different explanations for this. Some of you think because the media lies, and there's a degree of that, and I'm not going to say that. I don't think that that's what Chris Wallace is doing. I think Chris Wallace, I think Chris Wallace is trying to, um, I, think, <laughs> I think for certain people on Fox, they want to show the world that, look, we're not just Trump's micro- uh, microphone or mouthpiece. We are standing up firmly to Trump when necessary. So I think there's a I think that's a big part of it. I think the other thing is you look at the answers given by the campaign. I'm sure there's a place at some point in time when Biden says, "No, I don't want to defund the police." But yet when he's asked a question, it's exactly the same way that it's answered by Black Lives Matter activists, by the people who created and have formulated and massaged remember black lives matter they are trained marxist folks they are trained to confuse you they are trained to move you in a direction to move us in a direction that we don't really want to go if we think it through but they they conflate things confuse things Nas is telling me it's time to take a break and she would be right but chris wallace says that trump is factually incorrect in saying that biden Supports the defunding of police, yet he answers questions precisely the same way that those who say they want to defund police answer them. And so, again, remember, they want fact checkers at these debates, too, by the way. right? That's one of the conditions that Thomas Friedman set forth in the piece in The New York Times a couple of weeks ago saying Biden should not debate Trump unless he releases his tax returns, which, of course, has nothing to do with anything. Number one, number two. The other thing was have real-time fact checkers there because Trump's going to tell so many lies. Americans need to know on the spot when he tells one of those lies. And so Chris Wallace is acting as a real-time fact checker. And lo and behold, what he told us turns out to not be correct. Biden is in favor of doing the very things that the defund police leaders tell us that they want to do. And I've got to take a break. Really long in this segment. Take a break here. Come back. Continue this discussion. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back. Now we're being told, we're being told by the powers that be that redirecting police funding is not the same as defunding, defunding police, of course, we have to say that because now we're trying to figure out why Chris Wallace, why Chris Wallace can real-time fact-check Donald Trump during an interview and say, no, 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 Biden does not want to defund the police. Trump's like, what are you talking about? Yes, he does. No, no, no. Now we're, again, this is, this is how liberals develop positions. They're, they're craziness. It really and look I'm not saying every single thing especially that you're you know rank and file person in your community who's a liberal believes in now they could be if they're a radical leftist but most people that I know who are liberals they just um there's actually a lot of things that we can agree upon they've just been uh in many cases co-opted by the left they they've been hoodwinked a lot of these folks are single issue Voters, they've been basically taken, uh, put under a, a spell of sorts to some of this logic, right? Remember this: where all this came from, all this came from this tragic situation with George Floyd, which, by the way, is working through the court system as it as it should. It's working through the court system. Justice is being pursued in. In that particular case. So, as a result of this, there's, of course, people who are upset. They're tired of seeing that there are um, black Americans who have died at the hands of law enforcement. And so, some people are protesting, trying to draw attention to this. Others are rioting and looking for excuses to basically cause chaos and turmoil or to get something for free from a downtown store. Without any repercussions whatsoever, because many of these places are run by liberals who are not gonna stop this. They just they they haven't. You look at what they've done. They just have no interest. They let they let some of these radicals establish things like chop and chaz and all this sort of stuff. They tell us that it's a summer of love, as they did in the city of Seattle. Oh, it's the summer of love, baby. Gotta love the summer of love up here in, in Seattle as this. Entire society is disintegrating around us with Chop and Chaz and all this stupidity. But this whole thing, defunding the police, started as one of the responses to the problems and and the things that the protesters were pointing out and so forth. Which, again, protesters and rioters are not synonymous. Right? I mean, that's just... And of course, they don't want you to believe that. They, they want all these things conflating, conflated. That is what the radical left wants. They want you to be confused. Same thing with, with the term Black Lives Matter. You can't just be, right? You have to say, I either support Black Lives Matter or I don't. And if you don't support Black Lives Matter, then, you, then you're then you being called a racist. What do you mean Black Lives Don't Matter? Even though you're saying, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't support the organization. Well, it's called Black Lives Matter, Todd. Can you not support an organization that's called Black Lives Matter? Because if you don't, the only reason I can come up with is because you don't think Black Lives Matter. Eh, Wrong. Incorrect. Have you read what they believe? Have you listened to the leaders talk and tell us that they're trained Marxists? Do you know what Marxism is? Are you familiar with communism? Are you familiar with the relationship between communism and our constitutional republic? Are you aware that the beliefs of marxists are the true antithesis of the founding principles of this country see that's why there's a stirring up of hatred for this nation as founded and again there's something else they want to conflate they want they want you to believe because the founders had many of them had had slaves that everything that they everything that they thought should be comprised or our government should be comprised of is suddenly Suddenly, again, synonymous with this, this fruit of the poisonous tree sort of analogy in, in, in legal terms. So because, of, because they held slaves, nothing that they thought could possibly be good. They couldn't have stumbled upon any other truce, even though this nation has radically cha- transformed the face of this planet. Even though capitalism has freed uh, more people from poverty than any amount of socialism ever could. Any amount of wishing and any amount of promises, any amount of guarantees to have someone else pay for something that you want, that you say they, not you personally, but someone says, hey, I want X, someone else should pay for that. Freedom has done more. Capitalism has done more to make this world a better place from a you know, standard of living perspective from, a, from an economic perspective than anything else that this world has ever seen financially. Anything else. But yet it's demonized. Can we not at least give them credit for doing that, for, for setting in place ideas and foundations that have done more to help the country, this nation, and the world than anything else, anything else that we can possibly think of, any amount of promises and utopian ideals that have been set forth by those who embrace radical, tyrannical, anti-freedom ideologies like Marxism. See, that's what this is about. This is an ideological battle, and they seek to conflate and to confuse because it's the only thing that they've got. When you compare these things on paper, there is no comparison to commun- between communism, between socialism, between anarchy, whatever other morally— bankrupt, uh, bankrupt ideologies we have floating around out there and what we have in the American system, our constitutional republic. These things, these things are uh, completely at odds with one another. And it's not even a fair fight. It's not even close. So the only chance they have is to confuse, to conflate, to misrepresent, to get you to, to nibble a little bit and while you think you're nibbling a little bit, you've embraced something, Saying with Black Lives Matter. You've embraced something that's so much bigger and has so much more to it than just one little, just the, the, the phrase, Black Lives Matter, which you've heard me say Black Lives Do Matter. But if you're going to ask me if I support the organization, it's a heck no from this guy. It's radical. It's Marxist. It's not... It is the antithesis, I should say, of the American way of life, of what our founders set forth. These ideas and ideals should be uh, should be embraced boldly, defended at all costs. Instead, we are assaulting them sometimes directly in this nation, as we see on a regular basis now. And for those who are not prepared to assault them head on and attack them, um, you know, I guess, overtly, there's others that want to attack them covertly. They want you to not really understand what the attack being levied is, and they want to conflate and confuse, and that's what we've got here. Defunding the police is the same thing that you know redirecting police funds means, and I'm looking at an article here on Breitbart, and this goes back to this interview with Chris Wallace. Anyway, taking a time out. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Here we go. Didn't unmute. Welcome. Welcome back. So um, I want to play this soundbite. President Trump, Chris Wallace, yesterday – well, the interview aired yesterday. Um, listen carefully. You can hear the – what is it? Locust or whatever in the background here between the conversation of Chris Wallace and President Trump. And this is where Chris Wallace tells Trump, no, no, Biden does not want to defund the police. Biden doesn't want that, which raises a whole other question. Again, I was thinking about this before the show. If you want to say as a reporter. Biden has stated X and not Y. He doesn't. How does Chris Wallace know what Biden wants? See, this is one of the things. One of the problems I have with politicians is that they want things that they don't even tell us about. Right. They want things. I mean, case in point. Look at what we've got with Burisma, right? We're told, we're told that, you know, Biden, now he's been a public servant, man, for almost half a century. Public service. Just down there riding the train from Delaware to D.C. Just just one of the guys, right, down there just sacrificing all sorts of things so that he can serve his country. That's right, my friend, serve his country. Forget about the fact There's, there's questions about how his son is becoming or has become independently or personally wealthy from Biden's position, allegedly, in the government. We don't know anything about that because – I guess because Biden says that's not true. Okay, I guess that's all we need to look at here. But I have no problem with Chris Wallace pushing back. But just, just as you listen to this – and I'm sure you've heard parts of this. Maybe you've heard this already. But as you listen to this, just remember this is what they want during debates – This is what Thomas Friedman of the New York Times want. They want he wants he wants someone there to correct Trump on the spot, except for the problem is when they correct Trump on the spot, it's not really accurate. Maybe sometimes it is. I'm not saying that Trump's never completely accurate. For example, for example, Trump says that the. Obama administration wiretapped his phones. Now that they, they, they come out and say, no, he didn't. They didn't wiretap, but they were spying on the Trump administration with a FISA warrant, right? They're trying to sell, tell us they weren't spying. FISA means foreign, uh, foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Surveillance and spying synonymous. Basically, the question is whether, they're, whether they were doing it legally or illegally, right? I mean, so. Trump said they were wiretapping me. That's not technically what it was, but what Trump was saying is still true. They were spying on me. Trump was using an old antiquated term, and they were doing other high-tech, I don't know, digital, new age uh, monitoring, surveillance. Turns out Trump is right, after taking taking criticism for that, by the way, as well. Anyway, listen to this uh, exchange between Trump and and Chris Wallace, Trump's rather perturbed at the end of this. Give me, give me the report. Give me the whatever he calls this thing between Biden and and Bernie. Here you go. You've seen deaths up in New York, deaths up in Chicago,
1: shootings. How do you explain it and what are you going to do about it? I explain it very simply by saying they're Democrat-run cities. They're liberally run. They're stupidly run. Liberal- Democrats have been running cities in this country for decades. Poorly.
2: Why why is it so bad right now?
1: Uh, They've run them poorly. It was always bad, but now it's gotten totally out of control. And it's really because they want to defund the police. And Biden wants to defund defund the police. Sir, he does not. Look, he signed a charter with Bernie Sanders. It says nothing about defunding the police. Oh, really? It says abolish. It says defund. Let's go. All right. Get me me the charter, please. All right
0: let's go give me give me the charter the charter signed by between Biden and and Bernie Um, but we don't have to look at the charter again all we have to do is go back all we have to do is go back to what Biden says in an interview with Mr. Barkin I'm going to play this again as well this is again it's it's sound it's it's computer tech it's technology here uh Mr. Barkin is unable to speak and so he I don't know if he types it or how exactly he uses some technology it reminds me a little bit of uh maybe Stephen uh, Stephen Hawking how he communicated but Mr. Barkin um asked, has an exchange with Biden about this very thing and I want you to hear this remember remember defunding the police now means and well this soundbite includes a clip from Black Lives Matter leaders as well telling us what that really means today. So listen, this is something that Wallace on the fly told Trump was inaccurate, told Trump was a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, was not Biden's position. But listen to this and make the decision for yourself. Here you go. And
1: reduce the responsibilities assigned to the police and redirect some of the funding for police into social services mental health counseling and affordable housing are you open to that kind of reform yes i propose that kind of reform the point is but that do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding
2: yes I- we have been talking a lot about the fund the police you've probably heard a lot of people talking about it and you're I've been hearing people ask, well, what does it mean? I don't get it. Maybe it's time to take, to divest some of those resources and invest resources in a different way, um, in a way that redefines what protection really can look like. What if we used our tax money to put towards other services like education, like healthcare, like housing, like, like employment opportunities?
0: Yeah. As though we don't already do those things already. That last, Part of the exchange was uh, Black Lives Matter managing director or some such thing, Kaylee Scales, I believe was her name. Thanks to OAN for putting that together. But again, Chris Wallace says it's factually incorrect. As a matter of fact, Biden does not want this. How, how Chris Wallace knows what Biden wants, especially when what Biden wants seems to sound exactly like what black, what Black Lives Matter wants. And they say defunding the police means reallocating funds and using them differently. Biden says he would absolutely, he would absolutely um, redirect some of the funding from the police to something else. That by definition, by the own def the, uh, the definition set forth by the radical left, Black Lives Matter here, is exactly what it means to defund the police. And I've got to take a break. It's exhausting sometimes. you got to. Craziness, what we're dealing with here, but sit tight. Continue this discussion after the break. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. I'll tell you what, sometimes, folks, sometimes I am just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting to deal with misinformation. It's exhausting to deal with, you know, I guess, try to help people do their jobs correctly. Chris Wallace thinking,, yeah, I'm telling you. what motivates Chris Wallace? I am telling you I don't have any doubt about this. He has this, you know, this interview, this sit down with President Trump. Everybody's going to watch this. These guys, I'm telling you, they care more about their colleagues and what their colleagues think about their interview than what you think about their interview. Folks, they want to go back to the, you know, they want to get invited to the parties. They want to be in the in crowd. This is like, you know, this is important to these folks as a motivator. He doesn't want someone to say, man, you were easy on Trump, which, of course, any other journalist from any other network is going to say, So he came ready. He came ready knowing that President Trump was probably going to say that Biden wants to defund the police, probably because there's good reason to think that, because as I played twice in this program already, Biden is on record saying that he wants to do exactly what the defund police movement, the organizers of that chaotic nonsense are now telling us that's what defunding police means. This is the standard operating procedure for the radical left. This is how they want you and me to consume their their idiocy. (laughs) They want us they they want to hold Trump to the standard where he has to be precisely and literally right at all times. But yet the people that define these terms and throw these terms around on the left they have so much leeway and so much grace given to them as to what they actually mean, it can mean things symbolically. But make no mistake about it, the folks that created the phrase or started you know, spewing the phrase defund police, they now say that defunding police means to redirect those funds. That's precisely what Biden stands for. Chris Wallace is actually factually wrong. Even though I don't completely blame him because it's nutty, the logic and the reasoning and the confusion and the intentional conflating of terms and topics and ideas that the radical left engages in. This is what they do until everyone's sitting around going, huh? Yeah, Black Lives Matter, so I guess I support the movement, but huh? Yeah, uh, defunding the police seems to mean one thing, but they're telling me it means another. I don't know. I must not be smart enough to keep up. Now, the problem is you're probably too smart to keep up. Keep that cynical nature alive and well because this, this nonsense needs to be held uh, very skeptically and viewed very skeptically. Got to take a break. Long in this segment. Come back and wrap up hour number one. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. So our number one is quickly, quickly approaching the point where it's going to be in the books, in the books here. But I'm look, this is the way that the left talks about issues. I'm talking about the radical left. I'm talking about those who actually um, develop the messaging, those who are trying to, I think, in many cases, manipulate and deceive voters with the help of. The professional deceivers in the media. I'm not prepared to put Chris Wallace in that boat. I just think Chris Wallace is motivated by saying, look, guys, I told President Trump. Yeah, I did. I told him he was factually wrong. But this is the standard operating procedure. This is how they operate. This is what they do. Deception is key. Confusion is key. And I got to take a wrap up here. SDG, guys, thanks for listening.